received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Featuring Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Fight enthusiasts, welcome to the Gamblue Bout Business Podcast. And this is the UFC 283 edition of Gamblue's Bout Business Podcast. As always, we have listeners throughout the 50 states, as well as some 16 countries that tune in to the podcast regularly. We can only say thank you so much. We're flattered that you listen. We have a lot of items to cover today. The first one is our partners at Green Roll are rolling out a special opportunity to all the loyal listeners. And this is going to be for every pay-per-view fight this year in 2023. You follow Green Roll Media on Instagram. You comment on the UFC 283 post that we will put out today. Tag two friends in your comment. Don't forget that part, please. And then pick your favorite underdog on the card. That'd probably be the most challenging thing. Of all the entries that submit, one will be eligible to win $79.99 and be reimbursed, in essence, for the full cost of this 283 pay-per-view. So one lucky listener, each pay-per-view card, will do this through the end of the year. I hope you enjoy the opportunity to get a free pay-per-view card paid for, at the same time create a little bit of buzz for not only the Gamblue Bout Business Podcast, but our really excellent partners at Greenroll that make me look presentable in this thing. So now let's get into the business points. And last week's review, not great. One and three minus 1.9 units. Basically the strength of a Dan Ige win. Great handicap there. Uh, Ronnie Barcelos was doing great. But, you know, when you take a 700 underdog, you're not going to hit everyone. Uh, We're going to turn the page on last week and move straight ahead to this week. But before we do, let's just review our futures. Into this fight, we're going to have Moreno plus 115. was announced shortly after the James Krause news broke around the holidays and such. And so uh, we jumped on a good price on Moreno because he's now minus 120. In an upcoming fight in March, it's been announced that John Jones is fighting Cyril Gaon. That fight's now lined minus 120. However, the day it was announced and the day Bet Online put the price out at plus 115 for John Jones, We attacked that, and it was released on Twitter. John Jones, minus 120, minus 110, or better. Run after that like a fumble in the Super Bowl, please. Lastly, a Twitter release, two of them. And these are for UFC 284, which is in March. And UFC 284 in March, the podcast is going to be very early in the week that week because I'll be traveling and unable 
to put a pod out after the weigh-ins. So that pod will be more like a Wednesday or a Thursday, just FYI. On that 284 card, Josh Emmett was released at plus 121. Again, these are bet online prices. And the reason I've settled on bet online after talking to Nick Kalikas, who's the sports book director for the UFC at Circa, they and uh, the boys at the UFC are using that for their shows. They take a $500 opener, they're a legit book. So those are the openers we're using. Emmett plus 121 for the 284 production in March. And the second release was Josh Kulibau. And I'm not going to even pronounce who he's fighting, but Kulibau currently priced plus 130. So three futures after today and Moreno going into today sets us up with all our business. Now, let's get into the podcast and our actual rounds. Now we'll move into round one. Round one, lightweights, preliminary portion of the card. And we're going to pick on the Bonfin brothers, two Brazilians making debuts in the UFC, fighting in front of their home fans, but two very well-rounded, skilled, angry fighting brothers. The first one is is the younger brother. He's fighting Terrence McKinney at lightweight. It's interesting because into this handicap, I was pretty sure that I was handicapping this fight to take Bonfim. As I did the work and watched the weigh-ins, I realized I think McKinney's size, I think his steep wrestling background, his explosion, and the fact that this isn't Dober and a short-notice fight, he's had a full camp to prepare cardio for this fight, is going to make him a real dangerous guy. I went into this wanting Bonfim, the Brazilian slick boxer, very accomplished BJJ. This dude is a moody, moody guy, and he's angry. Brazilian, he'll have all the fans at his back, but I think that the pressure McKinney going to be too much. I've always been taught that the kryptonite to BJJ is wrestling. I'm going to trust Terrence McKinney. McKinney currently priced minus 120, minus 125, depending on where you shop. Round one, Terrence McKinney, minus 120. Now let's move into round two. Round two, and we're going to go to the first fight of the evening. Brazilian Simon Oliveira taking on Peruvian Daniel Marcos. Interesting aspect to this fight is Marcos opens minus 155. Immediately, action comes in on Simon Oliveira pushing him to his current price, minus 145, minus 150. As I do the work on these guys, yeah, Oliveira has an accomplished Brazilian jiu-jitsu game. He's a good grappler, and surely he'll have advantage on the ground. But this Daniel Marcos was lined as a favorite for a reason. He's long, tall, going to be the more sizable man, and he's a deft striker. We're going to start out with round two. Daniel Marcos, the Peruvian, plus 130, half a unit. Now let's move into round three. In round three, we got the other Bonfin brother, and this one is Gabriel Bonfin. I identified Izzy as the younger brother earlier against McKinney. Actually, Izzy's the older brother. He's 27. This Bonfin, Gabriel, fights. He's a bigger kid. He fights at welterweight. And he's fighting a Tunisian, Mournier Lazier. 
Laze has had three UFC fights, and he ships in to fight Bonfim again, making his debut. Bonfim's wins have almost all come via submission. He's young. He's raw. He has good striking, but he really wants to clasp. He has to push and negate Laze's space, get him against the fence, and get him on the floor for advantage. Laze, on the other hand, has had three UFC fights. He looked great against Angeluza, winning. He plastered Al-Hassan in his debut, and he lost to Orly Alves in a fight that maybe he would like to have back. Laze at plus 140 or plus 145 is the release for round three. And why? Because I like his reach. I love his deft kickboxing. 71% takedown defense on the feet has to be understood that he's going to be using that to keep this fight on the feet maintain his distance, all those physical advantages coupled with his UFC experience forced me to take the 35-year-old Laziz, plus 140, plus 145, get the best price you can as always. That's round three's release. Now let's move into round four. Round four, we'll go to the ladies at flyweight. And the interesting thing about flyweight is that that's 125, and since Lauren Murphy's moved to 125, she's had tremendous success. Her opponent, Jessica Andrade, has fought at three different weight classes, but she's coming off success at 115, and she's had plenty of success at 125. That said, she's moving up for this fight, and she's going to be dynamically the smaller gal. Four inches shorter, and Murphy's going to have five-inch reach advantage arms, three inches of legs. Now, yes, Andrade is a tiny tornado, and size doesn't matter to her. I get that, but she opens minus 500 to Lauren Murphy plus 400. That's an insult to anybody that watches fights. That line is is way obtuse. Yes, Lauren Murphy's 39 and Andrade is 31, but few are taking into consideration the toughness, durability, and the dynamic wrestling background that Lauren Murphy possesses. She's tough as a $2 steak. She's highly motivated. She's training in Denver, Colorado at Team Elevation. This fight sticks out like a sore thumb. However, I'm not going to take a side. I invite you to take a look at Murphy for some milk money, no problem. But our official release, Round 4 Bout Business Podcast today, is the over 2.5 minus 105. This fight absolutely is going to decision. In fact, if you want to bet that the fight does go to decision, you can get plus 110. Officially round four, over two and a half, minus 105. Let's move into round five. Great fight, Yves and Figueredo. Now catching a buck five against Brandon Moreno, minus 125. Moreno going to be the taller Fighter, surely two inches taller. He's six years younger, has a reach advantage. And basically, this fight is all about this, in my opinion. This is the mentality fight. In the first fight, they tied and Moreno surprised him. In the second fight, Moreno dominated him, but Figueredo had a poor weight cut. In the third fight, Figueredo came in absolutely perfectly prepared and won a really, really razor close decision. It's my opinion that there's no way training in Brazil, oh yes, he he did not make it back to fight ready in Phoenix to train for this fight, 
Instead, choosing to fight in Brazil, and he made weight easy today. He looked like a razor blade. But when you're training and everywhere you go, they're kissing your ring and buying you steaks and cocktails. I don't know that that's the greatest position for the champ to be in. Figueredo, I think, though he has been boasting that Moreno's afraid and he's mentally weak, that's a foil. Because, in fact, it's going to be Figueredo that melts in the octagon on Saturday night. This fight opened a dead pick, minus 110, minus 110. When James Krause issue came out, of course, Moreno was, had just gone to start training there. The Krause information broke. Moreno had to tear out of camp, go back to the PI Institute, where, oh, by the way, he spends a lot of time anyway. And he recruited uh, Sayud from uh, Fortis MMA to come up and work with him. So there is distraction on the Moreno side, but I, I think his focus and mentality far exceeds that. Meanwhile, on the Figueredo side, it's power, it's mean, and it's anger against Moreno, who's going to use his physical size, maybe more precision and volume. It's going to be a dynamic fight. And round five, we're going to use the Brandon Moreno plus 115 that we released. That said, for those that are shopping today, that price is minus 120. I'd say go ahead and take it. Don't let it get any higher. Now, beyond that, there's a second part to this. This fight's not going to the distance. Moreno's going to finish Figueredo. I think the mental strength and pressure of Moreno's going to force Figueredo to wilt. And I believe Moreno subs him or finishes him one way or another. Moreno by TKO, sub, or DQ is plus 280. We'll put another half unit on that. So there's a unit and a half invested in the main event and on Moreno. Five rounds, 5.25 units invested. Single point of focus today is to derive a little profit from this event. I hope you all enjoy the fights and thank you so much for listening. Locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.